Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to a special episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley, your host. And today I'm talking about what worked and what didn't. I'm doing a thorough review of my 2023 and there will be some lessons in there for you and some there's plenty of lessons in there for me too. So that's what I'm talking about today. I do a review at the end of every year in my business. Sometimes it's around the uh, the birthday of my business, the anniversary of my start of business, which is the 1st of December. And then sometimes it's at the very end of the year. And actually, uh, 2023, I've done both. So <laughs> we've got two reviews this year. I think it, the reason that reviews are so important, it's in, for twofold, really. One is the kind of lessons learned, you know, what worked, what didn't, what would I do differently? What can I change about that? And the other one is, oh my God, let me celebrate myself because I am absolutely freaking awesome and I've done some amazing things. So it's twofold. So it's really important for you to reflect on your own, you know, your own time in business, your own year in business too. So I've got some absolute doozies for you today. <laughs> it's been it's been quite a year, I have to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but 2023 seems to have just absolutely flown by. It's been, I don't know, how is it the end of 2023 when the start of 2023 was only like two months ago, maybe three? So it's, it's very... Um, yeah, it's just absolutely flown by this year. And I, I can think of lots of things that I've done and also, you know, kind of have done nothing. So it's 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 been a it's been a funny old year, really. But um let me tell you about my reflections then, and I hope that you get lots of lessons from this. I know I absolutely know that you will. So my word of the year for 2023, I choose a year, I choose a word every year. And my one for 2023 was ease. And if I remember rightly, it was ease with a side dose of planning. So the planning, um, not so much. <laughs> that, that didn't that didn't work. Um, oh, I don't know. Because because of my ADHD, I planning is quite, I find it quite difficult. And so I can plan you know, I plan like my day meticulously and my week, but actually planning an entire year, I find I've, I've certainly this year I've found quite difficult. And last year, well, we had a house move and, you know, so that kind of throws different spanners in the work, right? So the planning didn't go according to plan, but the ease, hmm, there were certain elements absolutely of ease that have been brought in throughout the year but I don't think this has been an easy year. So it depends what you mean by ease. Well, I mean, it was my word. So what did I mean by ease? Ease, kind of the ease and grace and flow of running a business. That's 
come about in the latter part of the year, I think. I mean, I've tried to do that certainly for the entire year, but it's taken me the whole year to really kind of find out like who I am. And I know this is ridiculous because, you know, I'm not far off blooming 50 and I've been in business for 12 years, but still, still these things <laughs> um, keep kind of cropping up. And actually the stuff that I'm going to go through with you today, it kind of all makes, it all makes sense. But everything I've done has been with an element of making things easier. And that's really quite important. So the way I work with my clients is always about adding ease into their businesses my offers continue to simplify and refine. I'm doing less and less different stuff and focusing on doing more of the stuff that works. So in that regard, yes, ease, absolutely. So, all right, let's dive into the detail here. Ooh, so things that didn't work. I'm going to get the negatives out of the way first. The things that didn't work are um, didn't trust my gut on a few occasions. And I know that that's what I tell you to do and to go with your gut and to trust your intuition and all of that. But sometimes it's kind of hard, right? Sometimes we do things or, or don't do things that we know we kind of should. So I I guess I've got one particular example with that to do with this podcast, actually. So when I launched the podcast in December 2022, I used a podcast agency, kind of boutique agency, somebody I'd met on Instagram. Seemed fine, you know, great, got it all launched. I invested, what, a couple of grand in that, I think. Got it all launched, got support with the tech, with setting it all up, because I didn't know anything, right? I didn't know anything about anything about podcasting. Um, never even particularly listened to to that many. So it was a, a virgin world for me completely. So I got support, which I was very happy with to invest in all of that. Got it all out, knew it was good and was loving doing it. But then kind of things didn't, things weren't feeling right. So once the buzz of the initial launch had worn off, then there were a few niggles. I wasn't able to record them as suited my schedule. Um, I was very much kind of limited on what I was allowed to do and when. And also there were a few support issues in the service that were unsatisfactory. And instead of, you know, I, it kind of made me feel guilty almost. And this, you know, this is something I've been working on. But I kind of felt a sense of guilt that I wasn't being the best client I could be, which is ridiculous. Okay, it's ridiculous. Um, so I didn't trust that feeling and I didn't trust trust the feeling in my gut that something wasn't right. And this culminated in me being fired <laughs> as a client because I offered some constructive feedback. I've actually, uh, I recorded a podcast episode about it. So if you, I'll put a link in the show notes, but if you listen to the episode that um, how to respond to negative feedback, then yeah, there's a lesson in there. So anyway, I got fired as a client. So that was fun times. And it actually was the best thing that could have happened because it led me to find my current producers, Podshop Online, who are superb, really strategic. We work extremely well as a partnership. So it's, it's great. It's the best thing that could have happened. It wasn't at the time. A little bit of a curveball there. So I didn't trust my gut. I also didn't do my due diligence 
this year, which led to a really unpleasant situation. So 2023, I've been going through a lot of burnout in the first half of half of the year, really culminating in my autism diagnosis and me kind of understanding a bit more what was going on with me. And I met someone at an event who I really liked, um, really great guy, seemed to be. And he was going to manage my social media because I thought if I can take one thing off my plate. But it was horrendous, absolutely horrendous experience. And no work was done. And it resulted in me going to the small claims court. And it was just such, such a horrible, horrible, horrible experience at quite a challenging time. It was around the time I was getting my autism diagnosis. And it was just, it was just awful, awful experience. So what I learned from that was meeting someone at an event is great. You know, amazing. We meet amazing people at events, but don't immediately jump into working with them. At least, you know, like check out their social media or see if you find someone, you can find someone who's already worked with them. See if you're in the same communities, this kind of stuff. Um, you know, can work. Absolutely. You meet someone, you, you get on like a house on fire and that's it. But if you meet them kind of out of context, then, you know, you're just two people two people who happen to be at the same thing, then yeah, I don't know. Always best to kind of just find out what a third party think, person thinks. But I was really scarred by that. It was, it was just, it was a horrible, horrible experience that I wouldn't want anyone to go through. And also I learned more. <laughs> I do not need to know anything else, right? I do not need to know anything else about business. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I can learn about bits of tech as they come out, but I do not need to know anything else about running a business. I've been running my own for 12 years. You know, I have qualifications. I have, I have an MBA, for goodness sake. I've done fine <laughs> finance exams for that. I can talk to you about the numbers through my own experience and with confidence with my qualification. I, I know about social media. I know about strategy. Again, my MBA dissertation was on social media, marketing, strategy, and corporate communication. I know all this stuff. I've spent, I don't know how much, £100,000 plus on my own professional development since I started my business. Learning is not the thing that I need to do, okay? I do not need to do any more learning, but I did. So I worked with two coaches this year, 2023. The first one, um, oh, she kicked my butt. She kicked my butt. But I was not in a the right place in my business, I suppose, to have my butt kicked almost. And our energy levels are very different. I've talked about this actually in previous podcasts episodes and my energy particularly with the burnout was really low and her energy is super high so I found it very difficult to kind of maintain the stuff that she told me to do so it's not a criticism of her because she's fabulous we're still in each other's worlds and all of this so you know it was a wrong wrong place right wrong place wrong time with that one but the second one was she was going to teach me some stuff and it turned out that I kind of knew all this stuff anyway. Of course I did because I've got 12 years experience and invested over £100,000 in myself and blah, 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 blah. And it just didn't work from the start. I mean, I remember saying to a to a group of business people, uh, entrepreneurs that I know, I'm not sure about this. This whole sign-up process is really weird. And they said, don't do it. And I'm like, oh, but I just need some support with whatever. And it was a mistake. And it was only a couple of grand, which is a lot of money, but you know, it's okay. It wasn't £20,000 or anything. Um, so I didn't really get anything out of that experience. 
other than, again, to trust your gut and to work out why it is that you want to invest with someone. And for me, it's because I was burnt out and I needed time off and I needed to regroup, not because I needed to learn more about anything. And I guess that's in a similar vein to when I was diagnosed as autistic. I, I, I didn't know what to do with that. So what I did with it is what I do with most things and I went all in. It's like, all oh, right, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a label, here's a badge. I'm going all in with this. And I I talked about it, which is, you know, absolutely happy to talk about it, you know, happy to answer any questions and to share any guidance and support of, of my own experience that I can. But I kind of, I'm like, all oh, right, this is me, this defines me. And that's just not true. It was extremely useful for me getting the diagnosis. It's helped me understand myself better. It's helped me understand... Uh, clients and other people in the business world, I know that there are lots, <laughs> countless of us who are diagnosed, undiagnosed, but suspect ADHD, autism. And it's been it's been a really helpful process. But what I didn't need to do was go to a conference all about autism and go on a course about being autistic. You know, I didn't need to be the best autistic person out there. (laughs) I didn't need to do any of that, but I suppose that was part of my coping mechanism. But it was actually, it was through that course that that, another 500 quid or something invested in that. Um, It was through that, that I learned about the different stages of burnout and was able to identify that that is exactly what I had been going through. So, you know, I'm kind of grateful for for that. But um, yeah, I didn't need to go all in and I didn't need to think about rebranding myself and I didn't need to put it on all my social media channels. It's all, it, it, it's gone now from the bios. But yeah, I was kind of leading with it and it's like, it doesn't define me. I'm brilliant with or without that. That's just part of me. It's fine, you know? So that was quite an interesting learning curve. And so now what did work there's loads of stuff that has worked, okay? There's been some really terrible things. But um, yeah, let's talk about what did work. Oh, actually, just let me say that after that autism diagnosis and kind of, you know, realising I'd been in burnout for quite a long time, what I did was I sort of broke and I took pretty much a month off and I changed the way I work with clients and I, yeah, I just properly stepped back and I didn't earn I earned hardly anything in the month of August. I mean, literally hardly anything. And that was really difficult, but it was a conscious decision to do that because I needed to do that for my physical and I, I guess mental health. So it was a it was a good experience. But and if you if you do these things as conscious conscious decisions, then it's all fine. And then I was able to come back in September 23 with, oh my goodness, like a belly full of fire, like I've not had probably for years, and focus and direction. And I just feel like you know Libby's back, which is kind of a nice kind of a nice feeling. You you may not have realised that she's been gone, right? But um, I know I can tell. So it's great. So here I am. So now what did work? Okay. Getting proper team support. I've always had coaches. I've always invested in mentors. I've had a team before. I've had staff. But now 2023, I've I've actually kind of thought consciously about the support that I need in my, in my team. So as well as the absolutely brilliant 
podcast team that I work with, Podshop Online, they're superb. I also now have a VA, which is quite exciting, Lisa. And she helps me with things that I just am never going to get done. She helps me with TikTok, which I ain't never going to do. Sorry if you follow me on TikTok and you're a big fan, but it's just not a platform I enjoy. But I know that it can be really useful for business. And so I have someone else doing it. She helps me with um, stuff to do with podcast guesting, which is a focus of me, for, for, of mine for 2024. I want to guest on lots of podcasts and speak of lots of events. So she helps with some sort of coordination around that. She helps with repurposing my content. So taking my podcast, putting it on YouTube and creating a blog, lots of stuff that, um, oh, it's been on my list for years, but I've not got around to doing it. Um, because one person can only do so much. So I have proper support there, which is absolutely fantastic. And just to say, actually, that um, Lisa is funded. Lisa is funded by the government because I have got funding through Access to Work. And Access to Work is a government scheme for people who need support with disabilities. And autism oh, is a disability, which I'm quite uncomfortable with, but it is. So there's lots of funding available. So I've accessed that and I'm I'm extremely grateful for that because it does make it easier for me to do my job, which is the whole point of it. And also I have EFT sessions. I've been having them for a couple of years now with Jackie Ecree. And I've also managed to get that. that. That's also funded through Access to Work because it's it's kind of coping strategies with life. So that's superb. So I feel very, I feel very fortunate to uh, to be able to access that. So anybody, you know, anybody can access this, which is absolutely incredible. And I also have someone doing Pinterest for me, which is quite exciting. I haven't delved into the world of Pinterest since. Oh crikey, I used to run workshops on it about eight to 10 years ago. Um, but Emma set up, her, Emma James, um, she set up her business, social media management, and we knew each other locally and asked if I would be kind of a test case for her. And so I am, and she's working on my Pinterest and it's great and really impressed with the things that we're doing. So that's been a, that's been an interesting kind of voyage of discovery this year, I think, getting back into that. And what else? So that's my team support growing my podcast. I love this podcast, despite the kind of technical blips, not technical, management blips earlier in the year. I love it. I find it really cathartic um, being able to talk to you. I make myself laugh because, you know, I'm quite funny. (laughs) But on a professional level, it's brought me clients. It's raised my profile and it's brought me clients. And they're my two objectives for it. So I've been invited on other people's podcasts. I've had people come and work with me. It's quite rare for someone to talk to me about working with me or indeed to start working with me who hasn't listened to, to at least some of my podcast episodes, which is great, you know, which is the which is the point of doing it. But I love being able to help people for and support people for free as well. You know, that's kind of quite important for me, but my two objectives are raise my profile and get more clients, right? And I also published a book in 2023, which I still can't quite believe that Life in Business, the book, is available on Amazon in uh, paperback and in Kindle. And I just still can't quite believe that I'm a published author. And I had a best, it was, you know, it was a bestseller at the time. And it's led to some fantastic opportunities that I've spoken at events about my book. I've had a franchise organisation who 
bought a copy for every single one of their franchisees and I signed them all, personalised signed them all, which is just, oh, it's just such a wonderful thing to be able to do. Um, do you know what? The, I guess, well, I'm really proud of the book, but I guess one of the best things about it is that I know that it's changed people's lives as well. And I know that it's changed the way people work and think and view their businesses. And to me, that's pretty, pretty epic, being able to say that you kind of instigated that. Um, again, I worked with a book coach on getting that done, another uh, couple of grand, can't quite remember. That, that was that was really worth doing because the, oh, it made me do it, right? We set a deadline, it made me stick to the deadline. And also it meant that it happened on Amazon because that's a bit technically complicated. And honestly, I couldn't be bothered to learn that. So I paid someone else to do it. Who knows how to do it? So thank you to Claire McCabe for that. What else has been good? Well, I've invested in the right mentors. So I've talked about quite a few things that I've invested this year that haven't been quite gone quite according to plan. Nothing is ever a waste of money. I'll just say that as a caveat. Nothing is ever a waste of money because you you learn from the experience, right? You might it might be one sentence that they said that is. sticks with you. It might be, this is absolutely how I'm not going to run my business. It might be, I don't need to learn anything else. I know enough. I just need to go out there and do it. You know, all of these things are valid experiences. So I don't think any investment is ever a waste of time or money. As long as you learn from that and you focus how you need to focus for the future, then that's fine. There's never any shame. There's never any blame. There's never any anything like that. So investing in the right mentors. I don't think you can be successful in business without support. I will say that. Absolutely, we cannot, you know, no, no person is an island, right? And I've been recently in the last three, four months, have invested in two new mentors. One is a pay monthly community that I'm in. I pay £50 a month to be part of this community. Um, And it's full of other entrepreneurs just kind of being entrepreneurs together. And it's really nice, safe, honest space and fun, a hell of a lot of fun. And the reason I still don't really have a voice is because (laughs) at the time of recording last Friday, um, so this is Tuesday I'm recording this, (laughs) last Friday, we, this community, we had a big Christmas night out. And as you can tell, I had a great time and I still don't have my voice back. So to me, that's worth a lot, being in the right space with the right people. Yeah, because you've got to find your people. You've got to find the most dynamic or the most heart-centered or the most, you know, go-getty or the most gentle. Whatever your community is, you've got to find the right people. And I, I found some amazing people there. And the other one is I've joined a business-focused mastermind because the person who runs that mastermind will not let me get away with not doing the stuff I've said that I'm going to do. And I don't need any of the learning that's available in that mastermind. As I've said, I know enough. And also it's incredibly similar to what I support my clients with and what I have been teaching for years. So you could say, you know, if you looked at it one way, you'd say there's a conflict of interest, but there isn't because the person who runs this mastermind is slightly different to me, a step forward than me in terms of business income. And for me, that's what I need. That's what I need. I need someone to just pull me up by the bootstraps and say, come on, get your shit together, do this. And, um, and so I'll do it. So that's, so that's been really worth it. And the tune of those one's 50 pound a month and the other was a couple of grand to invest in. So well worth it. Well worth it. 
I've been to some great events this year. Um, I've seen Denise Duffield-Thomas twice speak in the UK this year. I went to Expert Empires in February in London. Not a fan of the event as a whole, but she was great. Um, and we had a, one, a random evening in the bar eating crisps and drinking sparkling wine, which just about half a dozen of us, which was just such a fantastic, magical experience to get to spend that much time unscripted, you know, undiarized with somebody that you really admire in the business world. That was that was an incredible experience. And I went to Denise's event in Bristol in October 23, which was superb. Interestingly, Denise opened the events by saying nothing that I'm going to tell you is new, and it wasn't. But sometimes you just need to hear it again, you know? Sometimes it sinks in differently, and sometimes you're sitting next to someone different who says something different to you that makes you feel, uh-huh. So it was superb, a fantastic event, met some incredible people, and one of, she had a guest speaker, Susie Ashworth, who I'm not like a mega fan of. She's a bit woo for me, but her session was phenomenal. The energy that woman has is just phenomenal. And she got us up on stage dancing and I'm actually going to her event in January 24. So this event, Denise's event came at the right time for me or kind of, you know, my post burnout, post time off, right. Oh my God, I've got a fire in my belly. I'm hitting the world. Here I am. Don't mess with me. I'm on, I'm on a mission. And just the kind of energy and people in that room just have have changed have changed my life I would say and also my business so my business is changing um and my business is simplifying even more so that my focus for 2024 will be my podcast here I am my book you can get it on Amazon and one other service so I will be you're gonna hear tons you're gonna hear absolutely tons about this if you haven't already heard about it because I'll be a bit out of sync with my with my recordings but I'm yeah everything's changing and it's going to be those three things for me uh supported by speaking at lots of events so you have an event that you want me to speak at or a guest expert session in a membership or community you're in let me know I will say yes and also guesting on podcasts and that's so simple for me. And my my word of the year for 2024 is bold. And to me, that means aiming higher, being braver, shining brighter, having more courage, believing in myself, sharing my knowledge, thinking clearly, making conscious decisions and helping more people. And I cannot wait. I am ready. It feels like I've absolutely kind of, I don't know, reborn into my business with all the skills and knowledge that I need to change your life, you know, to change your business, to change your world, to change your life. And I'm ready to do it. And I really hope that you continue on the journey with me and that I can support you and that we end up working together. That would be very cool indeed. So thanks for joining me on my review today. Hopefully my voice will recover you know, sometime, but having a good time is a good thing to do. Um, I'd love to know what's happened to you this year and what you've kind of learned. So message me on LinkedIn. I'm Libby Langley or Instagram at Libby Langley. You can find me all over the internet as Libby Langley. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, here's to a happy, healthy, successful and totally kick-ass 2024. 
Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.